Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Saturday, April 13, 2019. I'm Sean. Sitting with me today is Pat. Welcome back. Cheerio. We missed you from London. Oh, it do. Um, we have Steve and we have Darius. We have an awesome episode ahead of us. But before we get there, Steve, who did we talk to last time? We talked to Bishop James Long. He shared with us his haunting stories about his experiences with real exorcisms. Scary as shit. If you haven't heard that, head back one episode and check it out. I'm, I'm kind of glad I sat that one out. It would just scare me. <laughs> you didn't even sit out. You were in London. Remember the one time? Yeah, I was went, way ahead of you guys. Remember when you went 0-2? Damn. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, you don't, you don't have to be a proper cunt about it. <laughs> guy comes back from the UK, and all of a sudden, he's got the lingo. Bishop James Long was incredible. That guy was amazing. But today, we are shifting gears, and we're actually going to talk about battle rap. Now, when I say that, the very first thing on everyone's mind is probably Eminem. From his 2002 film, Slim Shady. That's right. But those freestyle battle arenas are actually fairly scarce. What I want to talk about today is not rap per se, but something a little more poetic. In February of 2018, we had the Pittsburgh premiere poet, Rachel Bovier. Rachel Bovier. Formerly Billy Nardozzi. Billy Nardozzi. Is she still living in your guest room? On this show, (laughs) I offered it to her. Billy! And and, uh, yes, in case you're wondering, in February, he was a he, and as of last year, now he is a she. Chew on that. Before I missed she, the billboards. Before she came on the studio, we tried our hand of poetry, where we were tasked with writing our own poems. Now, Darius's homework assignment was he had to write a haiku and write it about Steve. He literally did neither of those things. Let's have a listen. <laughs> I did not do my homework that day. Uh, okay, so it's 575. Uh, Pat, make sure that uh, we are 575. Darius, uh, take it away. Start over. <laughs> All right. Jameson. Will Jameson make me puke? <laughs> Better yet, I'll just have just the chicken because that's my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Not one with five, seven, or five. I love that it started out with Jameson. <laughs> which should have been the entire first line. <laughs> definitely yeah. not sober for that one. But today, My man. <laughs> but today's topic is a little more along the lines of the spoken word performance art. Now, this art focuses more on the aesthetics of wordplay. It's like a catch-all term that includes any and all kinds of poetry recited aloud, including poetry readings, poetry slams, jazz poetry, and sort of like an extended version of of hip-hop. Now, spoken word has been around long before writing. Each language had to find its own sort of pattern and cadence uh, through a cycle of practicing, listening, and memorizing. Uh, performance poetry in African culture dates back to prehistoric times with the creation of, and I'm quoting here, hunting poetry. I, I, I can't even imagine how that would go. Uh, so in later years, performance poetry became part of African theatrics. Uh, they, became, they had different functions like politics, education, spiritualism, and of course, entertainment. These theatrical ceremonies were often accompanied by a djembe drum. The jambe drum is uh, is actually the sound you're hearing right now. But if we're just talking about America, the civil rights movement helped keep the spoken word movement alive. It uh, did it with, uh, you know, among many others, uh, MLK's I Had a Dream speech, which is now known as poetry. For those of you who still believe poetry is for pussies, recognize this guy? I am the greatest. I do. This is the legend of Cassius Clay, the most beautiful fighter in the world today. 
He talks a great deal and brags indeedy of a muscular punch that's incredibly speedy. Anyone recognize that guy? Yeah. Uh, Cassius Clay. That's Michael J. Fox. I think I've heard of him. <laughs> that's right. That was called I Am the Greatest. It's a comedy album by boxer Cassius Clay. This was released in August of 1963. Six months after he released this, he won the World Heavyweight Champion. He publicly announced his conversion to Islam, and then he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Fast forward to 1990. The first national poetry slam took place in Fort Mason, San Francisco. The poetry slam movement quickly gained mainstream popularity when it followed Russell Simmons' Deaf Poetry, which aired on HBO. Did you guys ever hear that? Oh, yeah, the Deaf Poetry Jam. Right. And, And that was huge. And here we are in 2019. And if you're not looking, you don't hear a lot about battle rap leagues, but they are out there. There's something called Grind Time in L.A., URL TV in New York, The King of Dot in Canada. But I really want to talk about one in particular. This one was born in the U.K., founded by friends Rowan Faith and Freddie Scott Meal, M-I-L-L-E, sorry if I ruined that, a.k.a. Kruger in 2008. Don't Flop is a a battle league that incorporates all elements of rap, poetry, and hip-hop. Uh, two rappers go head-to-head and verbally murder each other, all while rhyming and trying to hype up the crowd at the same time. Now, these guys are geniuses. The battles often are three 90-second rounds where they go back and forth and just destroy each other. What you're about to hear is the pioneer Mark Grist. He's an English teacher battling a younger rapper named Blizzard. That's all right. 90 seconds on Mark Grist. Let's go, man. To those at home who are sitting watching YouTube, don't start clicking. I know this might look like some kind of extreme babysitting. It is. (laughs) It's actually a rap battle. Two grown men lyrically bitching. Just one of us isn't legally old enough to drink inside the building. And now Bradley's going to try and act less infantile by pretending that he's proper riled. So sit back, watch him reconcile with his lack of breastfeeding as a child. That's... Why this ugly duckling suckling from the teat of any bumpkin with a beat or means of dumping his meaningless shit on something? And the speed of words you're mumbling hides the fact they don't mean nothing. (laughs) All right, so that battle quickly went viral and put Don't Flop on the map. It changed the game about the lines about, like, guns, bitches, booze, and and had to make it a smarter art form. Man, I heard that shit, like, I I can't even tell you how many years ago it was, (sighs) but I forgot all about that until just now because I was like, oh, that's an actual battle? Yeah, because I was like, that dude just schooled that kid. So you actually heard so he's a teacher, so yeah, he did. Yeah, that's like, because the kid kid rolled up and was like, he thought he was bad as shit. Right. And the teacher came back and I was like, okay. Destroyed him. So his name, once again, Mark Grist. He changed the entire game. But before we move forward, let's get some terminology. Um, Pat, what are bars? Uh, places that have alcohol. Oh God! <laughs> how ha- about your in, house? How ding, ding, about ding, ding, in, <laughs> is it how, your house? How about in the rap game? If I say bars, I'm referring to what? Uh, the number of syllables. Simple lines. Just the like lines, lines of rap. Oh, like lines, lines? Like okay. lines of poetry. Just lines. Basically? Now, bad bars are puns, and of course, we have multis. Pat. What's a multi? Well, I've never given my wife one. Um, but <laughs> 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 and I think uh, we just peaked there. Those are multisyllabic rhymes. Very good. So this is where you try to rhyme at least more than one syllable in the word or phrase. 
Check it out. Hold up. You're not a rapper. You're a multi-sayer. You have an alphabetized journal of multis. You're the multi-savior. Picture shuffle in the club. Approaching total strangers like, hi, do you want to play my multis game? It's multiplayer. <laughs> now that was rapper who goes by the name Unanimous. Before the show, we were all assigned a celebrity name in which we had to come up with as many multis as we could. Now, I stole this idea from the Facebook page titled The Advanced Dictionary for Rappers and Poets. We'll get to them later. But for now, let's see how we did. Uh, let's start with you, Darius. Uh, who was your celebrity? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Oh, uh, Mr. Beyonce. <laughs> good yeah. luck rhyming Mr. Beyonce. You know what? Let's just stick with Jay-Z. Darius, let's see your multi-syllabic rhymes, please. You want to see them or hear them? Hear them! <laughs> Jay-Z, Blazy, Lazy, Hazy, Daisy, Crazy, Hate Me, Date Me, Monday, Tuesday, DJs, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Uncase, Friday, Wednesdays, <laughs> Sundays, D-Day, Valentine's Day. <laughs> you want to keep going? I'm just saying it was really good till the end there. Yeah, no, you still had like three days of the week left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, as far as they go, I feel like yours was the easiest, and I think mine was second easiest. So I'm just thinking I'm just, think just going to go and get mine over with. So I have Chris Pratt, okay? So here's mine. Chris Pratt, Nick Knack, Tick Tack, Kit Kat, Mismatch, Pickaxe, Riff Raft, Chit chat, zigzag, kiss ass, and splish splash. I was taking a bath all about a Saturday <laughs> night. Saturday night. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right we doing else. So those are my multis. I think I hit them all. I think I did. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think you got Best it. I could do. Uh, so yeah, next hardest. Up. Next hardest is probably going to be Steve. Steve, who was yours? I had John Snow. Okay. As you all know, oh. it was the. <laughs> He knows nothing. The, yeah, yeah. He knows nothing. The main, one of the main characters of the. He gonna die. Probably the greatest show ever. So, Jon Snow, the crow. Look, bro, get low. Do blow. Don't go. Last show. Damn ho. Was that a mic drop? Yeah, you did drop the mic a little bit there. I kind of did. Yeah, but they're expensive. Let's just, can we just hold on to them, guys? Please, thank you. Don't 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 that the mic. Uh. Okay, well, uh, that leaves uh, Pat and Pat yours. I actually gave you yours. I gave you your celebrity name. Oh, yeah. And that. your name was? I thought you meant chlamydia. No. <laughs> that was months ago. Uh, and your celebrity name was? Rachel Weiss. Right. So that it has more syllables mm. than any of us had. Uh, let's see how I did. Um, so I actually took the website approach, and I actually have pictures with all of mine. I went for extra credit. Well done. Uh, so I have Edelweiss. Whoa! Scary Spice. Oh man, that's a nice. Wow. <laughs> Jasmine Rice. Okay. Jeez. Loaded dice. <gasps> Itchy lice. Baby mice. Rhubarb pies. Whoa. Heavy size and Heidi Fleiss. Wow. I think Pat wins this whole damn thing. Ding that ding, nailed it. Absolutely amazing. Um, so I, there are so many great battlers in this league. Uh, this next clip is one uh, a rapper who goes by the name of Shuffle T. He's battling a rapper named Heretic. He is a self-proclaimed vegan. Being a vegan is shit, mate. <laughs> I know because I was one for nine months, but now I'm a vegetarian. I remember the pleasures of a light lunch. Eggs, cheese. <laughs> Cheese, yes, please. Fry ups. Weatherspoons is one with a fake sausage, which is a nice touch. 
you're going to be vegan, keep it to yourself like Fight Club. Don't bend over backwards like a high jump to make mm. sure everyone knows you're a right cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I hate vegans these days. They just show off about not eating eggs and dairy and how it's so much better than being vegetarian. <laughs> he thinks I betrayed him since turning veggie. So now I'm at events with a Dairy Lee Dunker and a couple light snacks. I get the death stare as he squeezes his hummus fried wrap. <laughs> until the fucking guy's back, so now I'm walking on eggshells. And he doesn't like that. <laughs> and Don't Flop doesn't stop there. They make room for two-on-two -two matches. You need to have the perfect chemistry from your team to actually land the W. And usually the main objective is to lyrically ruin your opponent. Now, sometimes they flip the switch and have something called a compliments match. This is where the goal is now to compliment each other in the most creative way possible. Here again is Shuffle T and his battle rap partner Marlo against Lefty and Big J. Fuck, that's how you murder a stage. In fact, you spit so much fire with your murderful capers that adversity's face will need emergency aid before it burns from the flames. I'm losing words to convey it. Fuck any person that hates Jay, you're perfect and great. And I'm certain that Jay is fucking turning me gay. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to think it's something about your circular frame and indeterminate weight which has gone and urged me to change, but even though, I'll, give, I'll probably go further to say that even though you probably have girls on a plate and every single motherfucking person in the world is your mate, I would still purposely stray, and I don't give a fuck if I get terminal laid like Freddie Mercury's case, I wanna feel your motherfucking sperm on my face! <laughs> Holy shit. That was so complimentary. Our guest on the show has been a battle rapper for over seven years. He made his Don't Flop debut in 2012 and has flown around the world to perform his unique style. He, along with fellow rapper Marlo, won the Don't Flop 2 on 2 title in 2013. His talent has earned him over 16 million online views. He is known for amazing Maltese, hysterical schemes, and unbelievable delivery. Please welcome on the show from the UK, Adam Allard, a.k.a. Shuffle T. Shuffle T, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Is it really 16 million? Did you... Over 16 million? Absolutely. Maybe you should... Oh, wicked. Maybe you ought to look yourself up every now and again. What do you think? <laughs> oh, mate, I, when you're as humble as I am. <laughs> I say, shit, I Google myself all the time and get no results. <laughs> you look at it, you're like, what the fuck is that? I don't remember that. All right, let's just jump right into it. Uh, first of all, why does anyone even battle you? Don't they just know that they're going to get creamed the minute that... Oh, right, right, the humble thing. The humble thing. We'll, we'll, let's go past it. But uh, let's, let me ask you this. Before you were Shuffle T... How did you, who were you? And, and how did you make the transition into battle rap? It's a good question. I don't really remember. But like, um, <laughs> I, I was into like lots of things. I was, I was still into rap before I was like shuffle team, before I, you know, got into that kind of thing. I was, I was still writing and, and trying to create stuff. And, and I was into comedy and performing and that kind of thing. Um, but I was just, I, I think I was pretty annoying. Like this, we're, we're talking about when I was like 18. And so we were in college and, you know, I just met Marlo and stuff, so um, we were sort of do that. But also, I tell you what, I was a magician, and so I mean, if that doesn't say enough about my personality of who I was before, that, <laughs> and I used to legit wear waistcoats and like claret red uh, shirts and like a black tie, 
and wow. black boots and black train. And I just walk around and be like, hey, you want to see a jet? And people be like, obviously not. No one wants to see a <laughs> <laughs> Please leave. So Unless you needed a change. At a party, and that's the only time. <laughs> so that's who I was. I was an annoying little dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So, you know, in stand up, a lot of performers come up with kind of a character or a persona. Um, yeah. Do you think that's important in battle rap, or you know, do you try and keep it a little more fluid and keep your opponents kind of you know off balance? It's a really good question because so much of battle rap and rap generally is all about like um, you know like the the phrase is keeping it real and like being yourself, you know, keeping it a hundred percent you. Um, but people obviously do put on characters when they're performing, so it's it's sort of like a weird dichotomy. Do you sort of like stay as true to yourself as you can, or do you exaggerate it? And obviously, I think the answer is most people exaggerate it. Some people don't. Some people are just naturally cool. But like, I'm just not in that <laughs> that area. But like, so, some people just come out and they are themselves, and it just works so perfectly. Um, Pat Stay, for example, Hollow the Don. You know, a couple of examples of people who just rap as they talk it just happens to rhyme whereas i think for me and a lot of people uh, you know in the uk certainly in the heyday you know a couple of years back when there was so many different characters um the idea was that you you saw what people liked about you and then you just pumped it up to 100 percent, and then you you know characterize yourself to make it almost like a parody but hopefully an enjoyable one that so you can send yourself up and you know you're not too you can be self-aware without you know taking yourself too seriously that kind of thing i think yeah makes sense um who have you battled in the past that you would never do it again? And we obviously know that you don't lose. So what's the reason on that? Well, <laughs> uh, there, there are a couple of people that I've definitely lost against. So there's um, uh, a guy called Carter Deems. Oh, yeah. um, you guys familiar I, with him? Yep, we know who it is. Yep. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's so funny and he's so weird, so irreverent and surreal. And like the reason I win battles when I do win is because the other person takes themselves too seriously. And so no matter how good they are, you can just sort of like undercut them and undermine them a bit and just go, literally someone could do all these amazing schemes and then you just go, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you <laughs> and then it just, it, it just works like that. But like with Carter or other like people who do like a real like comedy style with it, you can't really undercut them in that same way because they're not doing that same thing. So then it just becomes like joke versus joke. Mm. And actually that's quite difficult to to judge. You know, that's why, uh, you know, when it was freestyle, I think there was a lot of like OT rounds because a lot of it was jokey because that's the thing that you come up with on the moment. And then it's like, well, you know, it's hard to judge. All you're asking is who's funnier out of these two people or whose sense of humor do I prefer? So I would never battle Carter again because he fucking ass- annihilated me. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. So I read online that there was a possible judge collusion uh, when you bottled, battled a rapper named Lunar C. Uh, is the rumors true about that? Oh, I've never battled Lunar C. Um, but oh, do you mean liquid? Liquid, liquid, yeah, right. yeah, it liquid. was liquid, yeah. When, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'd love to battle Lunacy, but I love him too much and he would destroy me again. So, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, when so when I battled liquid, this was in 2000, like 2012, 2013, I guess, like quite a while ago. Um, but <laughs> basically, one of the one of the judges was so drunk, oh. and this happens a lot. <laughs> oh, so I was the judge. Oh, sorry, what? Okay. We wouldn't know anything what? about that. He was so drunk that when um, he, he went up to someone else um, who was also judging, he just went, I, he went, I fucking missed all of that. I think he was actually, he may have been getting, Jesus. He, he genuinely may have been getting a blowjob at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
drunk and a blue job. So, yeah. so really, the he was three. the winner. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and so I think he went to someone else. I mean, I think he'd buttoned himself up by this point. But he went up to someone else and just said, like, oh, who won? And then they were like, oh, I think the other guy. And he was like, all right. <laughs> sure, sounds good. <laughs> all right, you win. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And to be honest, I think when I heard that, I was like, at first I was like, oh, that's so annoying. And then I heard the reason. I was like, I can't be angry at that. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> You're awesome. All right, so listen. So you've been writing your own material, you know, for over seven years, and I've been struggling yep. for like seven days. But I got a question. Can you like, can you turn it off? Because I'm having trouble doing that. I mean, I hear rhymes ever, ever, and you know what? Even when people are talking and their voice inflection goes down, I'm waiting for them to finish the bar. Like just the bar, yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and no, continue it. Yeah, trust me. Like this is this is basically yeah the last seven years of my life and. The reason I started the book, you know, the, the the sort of rhyme dictionary was because it was just like a way of getting these things like out of my head originally, just like down on paper. But like what you realize is that obviously it just never runs out. Like you're never going to run out of rhymes and there's always a scheme you haven't heard of. And then now and then you'll hear something and you're like, oh, shit, that that goes with this other scheme I was doing like four years ago or whatever. Like. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it, you can't turn it off, I don't think. Uh, last night, I was, um, I was at a, a bar near where I live, and um, there's this guy who knows about Battle Rapper now, and then he sees me out there. If I go for a cigarette, he comes out as well. And the amount of times that he comes out to see me, smoking a cigarette, and I'm just like writing down rhymes, not even like bars, just literally rhyming words. And he goes, oh, you're just rhyming some words again. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I'll know. just be doing that today. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you do. It never stops. Never stops. Yeah. So you mentioned the book. So you and Jamie Blackmore, aka Kruger, are in the process of crowdfunding your book, The Advanced Rhyming Dictionary for Rappers and Poets. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it and who may benefit from owning a copy? Yeah, sure. So it's actually Kruger is the co-founder of Don't Flop, but um, Jamie Blackmore is uh, just a rapper called Please. He's just uh, he's ah, nothing okay. to do with. Um, yeah, he's uh, so they're different people, but. Um, Bleez is the guy who I basically met him a few years ago and um, he has uh, basically been in, uh, you know, part of the reason I got so obsessed with rhymes. Um, and uh, so so we just sort of like got on like a house on fire. He's just showing me all these sort of like really, really complex rhyme schemes that he's sort of like I'm learning from him. And then um, I had already been working on the book for a while. So I sort of got him involved in it. And then we were talking about how good it would be to just make a copy for ourselves because it's all handwritten and we just wanted to like get one printed. And then we were thinking, well, we might as well see, I guess, if a publisher's interested. And and uh, a lot of like traditional publishers weren't because a lot of dictionaries have gone like online and you just Google what you're looking for. Right. Um, but uh, Unbound, which is the website that's like a, a crowdfunding website, which you very kindly thank you very much for for, for pledging to, by the way, um, sure. guys, um, is is yeah, it's, uh, it's crowdfunding. So it's sort of like it, if the audience is there, then you'll make the book. So it's lose, you know, win win for everyone. Um, and I think the kind of people who would benefit from from it are um, a lot of battle rap fans who who like battle rap, or not even battle rap specifically, but just like rap. Uh, poetry, you know, um, anything where there is some you just sing, singing, songwriting generally. Like, there's a lot of time where you hear something and you're like, oh, that sounds nice. That rhyme is nicer than 
you know, certain other rhymes. You know, Eminem, for example, is one of those examples where everyone's like, oh, I love Eminem. And you like, ask them why. And they're like, oh, it just rhymes well. But they don't really understand, like, what goes into those rhyming. They just hear yeah. the sound. Um, and I think when you explain it to people, it's it's one of those things where, like you say, like, you get obsessed with it. You, you, you get a bit like it becomes like a new thing to get interested in. It's like puns or like wordplay or like anything like that. Um, and so I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where, People who are interested in rap will benefit from it. People who are trying to get into rap will benefit from it. And um, I also hope that like it has some kind of involvement in education in some way, because I would love for it to be used as a way of remembering things. Like it's it's amazing how much rhyming an entire word can can make you uh, yeah. remember that. something yeah, for so cool. long. Yeah, I've been trying it recently, actually. I've been um talking to my girlfriend like to try and get her to tell me a couple of names that I don't know and then test me on them a month later after I'd thought of a rhyme for them and um so I think the other day she gave me or like about a month ago she gave me Emily Davison uh the suffragette um who uh, got trampled by the horse mm-hmm. um and I clocked that it rhymes there's a place near us called Emirates Stadium oh, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Mesopotamian <laughs> and so, wow. yeah. and so <laughs> now I can't I can't forget who she is. And and not only can I not forget the name itself, but like the context is a reminder as well now. So now when I think when, when she tests me and she goes, Oh, what's her name? And I go, Oh, Mesopotamia. Oh, Emily Emily Davison. And then I remember the the time when she was and that you know, all those kind of things. So I want to get some kind of involvement of edu- education as That'd well. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems awesome. like it would work. So the mnemonic you, devices. Yeah, do you so picture her on the pitch at yeah. the Emirates? <laughs> 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 All right, now it's it's kind of hard to get a timeline from the internet, but uh, are you and Marler still doing two on twos and some sketch comedy? Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking to do some more independent sketch uh, uh, sketches soon, which I think you know we, we've been wanting to do for ages. Like you know, just stuff for ourselves. We were working for a company where we were making them for uh, the company itself, like on their behalf. So a lot of like sponsored stuff and a lot of um things that were just like suited to a certain audience but now we want to get back into doing like weird surreal sort of comedy um ourselves and uh, yeah we've got a couple of two on two battles coming up soon um so there's one that's hopefully in like may or june time i think which is against t-top and briz rawstein a couple of url guys you know those guys yep yeah so they're sick man they're they're, they're like a real good chemistry together and it'll be one of the few battles where both teams are certainly from our perspective you know ones that we've done where both teams are properly on that sort of like back and forth switching words finishing sentences that kind of thing i can't wait for it it. um and yeah maybe a couple of other ones this year or next year so where do you see the future of battle rapping going like well you think it'll expand do you think you'll get more uh women judges or leagues or anything yeah, I think um, I think it's getting closer to that whole like televised um, idea that that basically TV um, battle rap has wanted to go for for so long. It's been like, you know, clambering at it and clambering at it. There's obviously films and there's been like a crossover between that. But things like Wild Now, you know, are very popular over there, obviously. And like um, there was that. Um, what was that show a couple of years ago? Like Ultimate Slaughter or something like that. It was with Slaughterhouse, you know, like Crooked Eye and Joe Budden and everyone. Was that American? It was, yeah. um, yeah, it was American, and they they took people in, and they had it. It was like America's Next Top Model, but for battle rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't heard about that, but now I'm going to look I it up. Know, I don't know it either. 
Yeah, it, it wasn't like major, major, major big, but like, yeah, Crook and I had some involvement, um, all, all the guys from Slaughterhouse, and I think maybe Eminem produced it. Um, Total Slaughter, that was what it was called, Total Slaughter. I'll have a look it up. Um, yeah, it's worth checking out. And so I think like in that kind of way, something might happen, you know, over the next sort of five years, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I hope it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Certainly it will in America. Um, you know, it's slightly different over in the UK where there's been sort of like tumultuous times between the different leagues and that kind of thing. But for you guys, I think you're on the up and up and I think it's going to like continue and Canada just going to continue to build and build. Um, I hope that instead of like multiple, you know, more and more leagues popping up, I hope that the leagues that are already out just like continue to get bigger because I think the ones that are out are really good and producing amazing content. I just love for them to be able to choose whoever they wanted and, you know, have, have, you know, fly people out and do that kind of thing. Maybe someday you'll have yeah. uh, eight out of 10 cats do battle rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if you guys have anything else, but uh, I'm, I'm done with this friendly shit. I think it's time. <laughs> oh, snap. I think it's time. I, oh, you wanna, Jesus. You uh, go, I have been looking right. forward to this <laughs> for you? weeks. <laughs> You want to battle me? Uh, Are you ready this for this? This is going to be amazing. Are you fucking ready for this, Shuffle this, Team? This is, this is completely unplanned. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd thought something ahead, but I let can't. me see what comes to mind. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stand. All right. Up you got to stand. Up. Oh, man. He's standing up and everything. Oh, this is amazing. <sighs> I wonder if we oh, should, should we lose the video. so 90s. Do you, think, do you think we're good? Yeah. Do you think the yeah? I want I want you to good? watch him take your <laughs> yeah. Adam Woolard, revered as one of the UK's finest men, the brightest gem, the pretty boy of battle rap, at least what his title says. Born with a pad and a writer's pen, hires men just to rhyme with them, just so he can fire them. Women begin crying at the very fucking sight of him. Roll into a paddle like, damn, motherfuckers, looking like the hot chick from the Hanson Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Something isn't right with it. I, I don't know what you're hiding it. Your hair is silkier than a spider's web. Smile brighter than my china set. Every word you say so magical is like anything, Hermione said. <laughs> <laughs> and no guy looks that pretty without him even trying it in that fake British accent. Nobody is buying it. <laughs> wow. Then you make a name like Shuffle T and I'm supposed to rhyme with it? It sounded kind of violent. I was actually quite all right with it. <laughs> Shuffle T, your name sounds like a muffled sneeze. On a scale from one to ten, you've always been a number three. You're my Uncle Jeans from Munda Cheese. That huddled oh heap God. of gum between his penis and his butthole crease. And the way you rock that trench coat and the ugly jeans with a hint of skull shooter subtlety. Oh. <laughs> it's like if Columbine had a rugby team for oh. ugly geeks. Oh. Did you suddenly have the sudden need to copy three disgruntled teens and smuggle three submachine guns underneath? You're like the kind of fucking creep who gets his mail at Chuck E. Cheese. Like Puck from Glee. Oh, shit. You find a boy under three, he turns around, you're knuckle deep, suddenly you fucking leave because you just don't like cuddling. <laughs> and when you're not rapping, you're dressed like a freshly hired web designer, head to toe in hemp attire, men's choir, Ben's driver, probably fucking scared of spiders, sipping on expensive cider, swiping left and right on grinder. <laughs> so it's my first battle. Did you automatically expect that I'd fumble through all the words I'd tragically forget? My bars are simple, because if they're too dramatic, they affect the vibe, like when my wife is laughing after sex. <laughs> now you're gonna say I copied you, I emphatically object. 
I plagiarized the dictionary. That, I can admit. But Adam, check. My bars are so grammatically correct that if an English teacher read them, they'd be practically erect. <laughs> I've seen all your battles, chef. Win or lose, I watch them. You schooled those dudes on two-on-twos. That was fucking awesome. But it seems that you refuse to use the clues to see the problem that when two's reduced to one-on-one, -on -one, you're usually at the bottom. Oh, oh, oh. oh, snap. You're a poet. You're not exactly a rapper from 8 Mile. You never come hard, but you know what it tastes like. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. You've written some great rhymes, but your bars are so white, they're practically a hate crime. <laughs> I love when you're battling these hype conventions. Your bars are perfection, leaving quite the impression. Uh, but right when you're at the height of your biting objection, your voice cracks with this high voice inflection, and you lose every guy's attention. It's like you're flying in the right direction and somehow miss your flight connection. You bring mineral light to a friend's and realize it's your intervention. Maybe it's your white complexion, maybe you're just not in the right profession, but if you take a polite suggestion, maybe don't use bars that get the same reception as this shitty Skype connection. Hey. <laughs> but hey, I went to see your stand-up. That was me and my wife in the back room. You have the same amount of chemistry as an empty science classroom. Your critics were rough. One called you a vibe vacuum, but everyone was laughing, just at you in the guy's bathroom. <laughs> so you took a step backward and you tried to be an actor, but that ended fast and was a natural disaster. So you packed it in with rapping and acting isn't happening. So your last chapter ends with happily never after. Speaking of chapter, heard you made a book of rhymes. That was a shitty segue, but I hope you wouldn't mind. Tell me again why you took the time. Cause when I look for rhymes, I just look online. I'm running out of time. One more lesson. Free of charge, and I'm off to have a lager. MC Whiskey University, there's your alma mater. If a life hands you lemons, dunk your dumb head underwater, because if you shuffle tea and lemonade, you can have an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Time! Time! <laughs> snaps. I'm gonna I'm gonna superimpose a lot of you know audience clapping and laughter here. <laughs> yeah, and, and good thing we're not recording video. We'd see you sweating. No, I did. I recorded yeah, a video. Yeah, for yeah. For the yeah I got a little video. All right, there. all right. Okay. I posted okay. live. And all right, what do you got? I'm here getting, we go. I'm getting some ideas forming. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I've got some ideas of how I could, you know, repost, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's get it going. Let's get it cracking. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Oh, Come boy. on. He said my bars are so white, they're a hate crime. I would never do that. A hate crime. You're lucky we we filmed this on FaceTime so I could see your huge fucking waistline. <laughs> now, now when you podcast guys, when you podcast guys get together, you just drink and you have sex. Weekend superheroes, because on Saturdays you're in the city with spandex. <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't even want to battle. Your show goes on for way too long and no one listens like the shopping channel. You'll get hit from the right, you'll get hit from the right at a choppy angle like a soccer tackle. You look like Colin Farrell if his midsection was a barrel. <laughs> each, each episode is terrible. This is your 40th one. You only meet up to drink whiskey you pour from a jug. Here's an obvious newsflash. Sean is a drunk. Please just consider trying water for once. And MC Whiskey approaches a woman like, yeah, I love scotch. It gets me frisky. Buys her a Pepsi. He takes her back to, uh, to his and buys some sexy whipped cream and spends the night crying to her about how many times he pissed the bedsheets this week. <laughs> Speaking of girls, 
I saw your girlfriend meet up with this weird little guy. She got in the back of his car. I could hear from inside. She got undressed and made the car rocket, nearly veered to the right. I was shocked, to be honest, that the vehicle survived. She jumped out moments later and uh, with fear in her eyes. He, she, he threw money at her, which fell near to the side. She got back on the street corner and let out tears as she cried. There's only one explanation. She's clearly a spy. I guess when... <laughs> I guess when you're a spy, it's just the way you have to treat others, hanging around with the ne'er-do-wells and all kinds of street muggers. Part of that might be pretending to be a cheap lover. Fuck it, I guess we could just call it deep cover. A rush... <laughs> Is she a Russian spy or does she like fucking guys? I don't know if she helped Trump fudge the elections or sucked his erection. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume that she's undercover for Mother Russia. You look like you look like both the characters in Dumb and Dumber if they could have a kid when they fucked each other. And, and Pat, Pat, I heard your dad abandon you. That's sick in the head. One day I hope you meet up and you're instantly friends. He'll take an interest in the podcast and he'll listen to them. And the second he does, he'll fucking ditch you again. Listen, I've been there myself. So I can offer advice to help and to make it fixed. Oh no, my bad. I love my dad. We have a healthy relationship. <laughs> me, and, me and my dad get along like amazing mates. We hang out together for days and days. Yours is the type who would call you a waste of space and use your third place trophies, uh, sports trophies as paperweights. And Steve, Steve, you have the strength of about five guys, but if you had an action figure of yourself, it would be life size. See, <laughs> See, you can do tons of weights till your legs are as wide as an elephant's hide, but you can't gain feet muscle, so you'll never be like seven foot five. You can gel your hair up so it gets to a spike, but you won't ever be at a regular height. And Darius, Darius, you work at Kennywood. Very good. It's a theme park that means you work with kids. I don't think you ever should. All those, all those parents, all those parents should be on a red alert. You'll get all dressed for work and checkered shirts, being all hyped and extrovert to the undertens and leather skirts. It's only a matter of time before they spread the word and you get attacked by the parents with secateurs and left needing dental work. <laughs> oh now, my God. When I started this, I didn't know you guys, so I didn't think it would happen. Then Sean gave me some info to make it a similar balance. You all sounded like awful people with no distinguishing talents, but now that I've met you, I wish that I hadn't. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, that was great. That was good. Holy crap. <laughs> so, so this, sorry, this actually brings up a question for me. So, like, I love that. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, everyone was having a good time. Some of the battles with some of the other rappers, they look like they take it personally when, when you're battling yeah. them. Like, Well, that's when you know that you're winning. That you're going to win. You nailed it. Right. Speaking of winning, uh, how'd I do? <laughs> yeah, pretty good, man. You know what? Pretty good. I've got to give it to you. Let's call it a draw, yeah? <laughs> no, you, you <laughs> won. You won. You won. You won. You won. <laughs> I, I think we're going to... We'll have the judges panel uh, during the... Uh, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll I was getting a BJ and later. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Steve either. Uh, well, well, we know we know fifty percent of that's true. So, <laughs> oh my God, that was amazing. Uh, you got five more minutes. We play at the game. We play a game at the end of every uh, episode called Fact or Fucked. You in? Called what? Fact or fucked? Okay, yeah, sure. Here we go. Hey. 
Pat, Eminem's Lose Yourself recorded was recorded especially for his movie 8 Mile and was the first rap song to win an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Now, let's remind everyone that Pat's coming off an 0-2 <laughs> performance. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. I needed that extra pressure. I want to go with fucked. Fucked. Adam? Uh, I think that's fact. That is a fact. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Steve. 2019 is not your year so Steve, far. The term, <laughs> the term rap is actually an acronym, and it means rhythm and percussion. Oh. I'm going to say fucked. Fucked. Adam? Fucked. That's fucked. Well done to both of you. Okay. <laughs> Why couldn't I have that one? I was nervous. I was nervous. Darius. Before Tom Hanks got into acting, he recorded a three-song rap album called Days, D-A-Z-E, of Our Lives, but it was never picked up by a label. God, I hope this is true. Uh, I want it to be true so bad. I'm going with fucked. Fucked. Adam? Fucked. That is fucked. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's the first one you missed. <laughs> I wanted that to be true so bad. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, I just wanted it to happen so much that I like willed it to be true. <laughs> I mean, while he was on that island with Wilson, they probably wrote I some rhymes. I guarantee you he wrote some shit there. <laughs> uh, Pat, <laughs> there is a web series called Epic Rap Battles of History, and it includes parody pairings such as Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs and Hitler versus Darth Vader. That is a fact. Fact. Adam? Facts. That is a fact. Well done. I, actually, both I actually heard uh, Einstein versus Stephen Hawking on the way here. <laughs> I watched the Darth Vader one, I think, one time. <laughs> Two more and I'll let you go. Steve, the longest rap song in the world is from a Danish rap group, and it is 78 minutes long. <sighs> That's a long song there. Uh, That's a big Danish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say fact. I don't fact. know. Fact. Adam? Big Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um, no, you just rhymed. You facts, facts, facts. That is a fact. Well done. Last yes! one. Wow. Last one. There is <clears throat> an informal gathering of rappers in order to rap together as a community is known as a cipher. 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 Is that with a C? It is. Hmm. Would you like me to use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah. Can you give me a language yeah. origin, please? I'll, I'll use it in a sentence. Cipher is a word <laughs> that, means... that may or may not mean. A gathering of rappers. Thanks, Sean. I'm going to go with uh, fact. Fact. Adam? Fact, of course. That is a fact. All right. Yes. That's our show, guys. Huge thank you. Huge thank you to battle rap legend Adam Woolard, a.k.a. Shuffle T, for coming on the show and giving us that epic performance. You can find more of his battles on YouTube. Just search for Shuffle T. Uh, Shout out to Earth Don't Flop for uh, letting me uh, air some of those... uh, wraps into the actual podcast that was awesome go to don'tflop.com for more battles and info and guys take five minutes and throw a few bucks adam's way to crowdfund that book look we need to keep this art alive hell even get the book and try rapping yourself if i can do it anyone can the book again (laughs) is called the advanced dictionary of rappers and poets i'll leave the link in the show notes shuffle t would you like to say goodbye to everyone who loves you out there thank you very much all three of you yeah i really love you both as well and, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're, very, they're very devoted fans. Um, yeah, thank you very much uh, for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. It's been really it's fun. fun. Sure, yeah, thank you. Awesome. And if you like this show and want to hear more like it, check us out at WeekendSuperheroes.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Keep up with the superheroes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Pat, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Steve. Later. And Darius. Goodbye to the ladies. And always remember to podcast responsibly.